All right, Mena fans, welcome back to the wrap-up show, the real fucking wrap-up show, not that piece of shit that Dave Cullinane calls a wrap-up show. I'm joined by the best guest ever in the history oh. of this show, Red, Red, Redmond, how are you? Uh, every time you say that, every time you tweet that, I feel 10 feet tall, I feel bulletproof, I'm doing wonderful, Menners, how are you doing? I'm doing really well, and what a great surprise i plan to go through just one show with you hello this is john but then i see they've dropped another show while i was asleep overnight yes, so i've listened to both of them so we can touch on both shows because i kind of think that the, the issues that i want to talk about sort of go across both shows and um yeah i but the, the first thing i want to say is why you're the best guest is uh, i had a guest on his by is a man by the name of visionless david or some people call him VD. And I ask him on, and then he starts putting all these conditions before he comes on the show. Like one of them was, don't really want to talk about KMS. Like, well, this is a fucking KMS wrap-up show, you dickhead. Well, yeah, I don't think he's a, I don't think he's a big fan of the show. He seemed, uh, you know, I'm not one to critique. I'm a, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not that kind of person, but it seemed like he was very low energy too with you. I don't know what was going on there. There's, there's tension there. I don't know if it's what it is, but he seemed very low energy. Doesn't want to talk KMS. And I mean, what else are you guys going to talk about, really? That's not KMS related. What are you going to it do? It's just like a fucking wet fish, wet blanket, whatever you want to call it. I think I just mixed two expressions there. But he was that's the joy fish. of coming to the show. Yeah. He was a dead, dead fish. fish. He was a wet, a wet fish. Blanket. Most yeah. fish are wet. Um, but look. You know, for example, I asked him about why our show stopped and he just had nothing. Like he was just, bleh. I mean, he's a nice guy. He's a good chap. But I think his best future is probably focusing on NFL and his fantasy football and his wannabe NFL pundit. Of course. Well, a lot of these guys are, are NFL sharps. They've got all their bets on there. Uh or pretend to be i don't know i mean at least with vd he does put his bets out there he'll put all of his bets out there he is a man of honor that way uh but there's many guys that are out there just trying to get i don't know if it's trying to get on barstool or whatever else i know montante uh loves his bets as well too so there's something about gambling on twitter that bores me to tears i mean i i certainly uh get after it when i'm gambling but i don't put my picks on twitter because i know nobody gives a shit but it's just not for me. You know, I opt out, mm. but I, I'm also obsessed with KMS and it's not for everybody. So it, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. So VD won't be asked back anytime soon. I was, oh. I'm glad to have him on, but as I said, just, just no conditions. When you come on uh, the men is wrap up show, no conditions, men are fans, no conditions. Um, <laughs> all right, well, let's wrap up these two shows. I mean, Please. the, the, the first show, well, let, we'll just go through both of them, but it's called Hello, This Is John, and then Not Going to Make It. And, um, you know, Hello, This Is John had Mike and um, Kirk and Carl, and then we got Chris. Um, what is he Quantum with Chris now, or is he not another movie, Chris? So I don't know. Is that his show? This this is what excites me. I, I love Chris for many reasons, and we can get into that if we want to, but um, what really excites me is that he's doing a movie podcast that does not have Carano on it. And I think <laughs> it sounds like he is moving away. You know, when, when Kirk, when Kirk asks him what he wants to promote, um, he forgets to mention quantum week at first. It feels like there's, there's obviously the tension there too. Um, and you can hear it, uh, when you listen to quantum week, you can hear it. It feels real. 
uh, the tension between those two. So I'm very excited for this new venture. Uh, hopefully it moves Quantum Week out of the picture and we just get a uh, – because I think Chris is much better without Carano anyway. I think Carano is an anchor for him. So uh, I'm very excited about Chris on KMS and then also his new new podcast too. You fucking hate Carano, don't you? No, 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 no. You hate his ass. No, listen, I – I hate is a strong word. I think Carano, um, Carano seems like a pretty nice guy. He seems like a nice guy. He's just not for me. I'm opting out. I'm a Chris guy. Always have been, always will be. Um, so Carano, bye-bye. And then we're just going to move on into the new year with Chris and he's going to dominate the movie podcast and he's going to pass quantum week and we're going to be off to the races. I'm very excited about this. Fantastic. Aren't you? I, I, you're, you're, not, you're not excited about this, are you? I'm, I'm coming around to the idea. I mean, uh, we could spend the whole show talking about um, oh, Chris's new show. But, uh, I mean, what you say about Chris being better without Carano, I have to say in my listening to the New Hampshire cast, it's it's quite clear um, when Chris gets away from Carano, he's better. So uh, you just have to hear him and Ethan together to know what a dynamic duo they are. And uh, I do feel like... I don't know. You the quantum week's just kind of coming to an end, like everybody says. Like, you know, Chris has got Kirk, Carano's got Jerry. I think they've quantum week's got they've got out of it what they wanted. You know, they've used um, Kirk and Jerry as a sort of stepping stool, so now they can um, go and do their own thing. Yeah, both are moving on to different projects. Uh, both seem to be doing pretty successful. Uh, successfully, I don't know. I have not listened to the Callahan podcast, so I'm not sure. Uh, I'm assuming it's better. I have no idea. Uh, it must be better. It can't get any worse. So, mm. um, you know, I think they'll, they'll both be better off. Um, and yeah, I think Chris is, is a talent and I think he's polarizing and I love every time he comes on KMS, he drives a bunch of people crazy. The hate for him <laughs> is, is fantastic. I actually save the comments on Reddit until the next morning, because for me, it's like Christmas morning. I love to see the hate on the subreddit for Chris. Uh, he, he gets a lot of passion out of people. Like either way, you either love him or you hate him. Uh, people with Mike can be indifferent, but there's no one indifferent. There's no indifference with Chris. There's no way you can't have it. So I love, I love every time Chris is on there. I'm glad I'm not the subject of those Reddit threads for a change. Uh, so, I mean, that, that that I mean that's what has been a main topic for those two shows we're reviewing. And on Wednesday's show, we had Mike and Kirk kind of ripping shit out of uh, Chris's idea, and then we had Chris come on defending it. I think um, all the things that Kirk and Mike said were valid. Like, you know, if you if you're going to go to the movies every day, then you've got to do a little podcast every day. I don't think Chris made a good argument for that. Uh, today because I don't think anyone wants to hear these movie reviews. It's just going to be Chris getting annoyed at having to do this every day. Yeah, but, but you know what? So Chris does have to bend a little bit on that. Like I know if he has Justin join him, like I know Justin's a big Sonic the Hedgehog. It, it struck me when, when Justin told me that one time he went to go see a matinee with his mother to go watch Sonic the Hedgehog. I thought that was the strangest thing I've ever heard. Uh, cause it, I couldn't imagine that was a good movie and to go with your mother seemed really strange, but that's <laughs> Justin. If it, and there's a new Sonic the Hedgehog movie that's coming out, for instance, that's, that's a great movie for Chris to go with Justin, see it together, maybe have some lunch, uh, and then do a podcast together, I think would be great. So I think 
Chris has got to open up his mind a little bit and expand his ideas and take the uh, take the ideas that Kirk and, and Dave are giving him because I think those are good ideas. But it, that is the the best part about him saying how difficult it would be to do those things is this man is talking about you know he's going to see a movie every day and then it would be challenging to do a podcast every day. He made it sound it would be so difficult to do these things. That's why I love him with no irony at all that he's sitting there. He's he is childless. He is jobless. And he's talking <laughs> to two guys who both have two kids about and yelling at Dave about what do you do every day, Dave? You don't go to work every single day. It's like, well, yeah, but Dave's also a father of two every single day. Like that that's a challenging activity every single day, Chris. But he has no Absolutely. awareness of that. And I love that. I love that about him. Just with all yes. the confidence in the world, he's saying this. It's great. So I was annoyed at the idea, but then I've actually, um, you know, spoken about the idea with some other podcast producers and they say, look, it could be okay. So I'm, I'm going to give it a chance. I want to support Chris. I don't want to be a hater, but I am very annoyed that he didn't ask me for any sort of technical help. Now, what he's done is, what he's done is he's gone out and bought a road car bought a Rodecaster Pro, which is a recording device that's a massive recording device. You can fit it in a suitcase, but it, it's not sure. something you can just put in your pocket and go and record outside a cinema or something. And I don't understand whoever gave him this advice to buy this massive recorder that you literally use for recording like, you know, five people at once through various different means. You know, Chris could have got away with buying a really good handheld Zoom recorder, which you can connect mics in. And then I would have loved to have heard more of the kind of adventure stuff like, uh, you know, say he has to drive somewhere in the snow and he gets stuck. Record that. Even if you don't have to use it all, you can use the best bits, but take into take us into his adventure you know maybe he's sitting in a cinema um and he records something while he's waiting or maybe you know cinema's just finished and the couple in front of him have had sex and he records something about that i don't know i just thought uh, whoever advised him to buy a big bulky um podcast unit talking shit like Mm-hmm. He could have got great sound so many better ways. He would have got pretty good sound just using his phone as a voice memo. But I want to go in the journey with Chris, sure. in the journey. But who who do you think gave him the the advice? Carano. Uh, oh, okay. I asked Chris right, Carano. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I just, I just wanted to get clarifying question there. Okay. I'm just asking questions. Wasn't Cullinane. Okay. So it wasn't Cullinane. And, and I love that you are turning this around on you and, and wondering why they weren't asking for your advice. That's what I love about you is you're going to turn this around. Like all I do is produce podcasts all week. And then uh, someone who I know very well is starting one and he doesn't think to get a second opinion. And I think I could have given him very good guidance. Yeah, but you kind of shit on this thing uh, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, but yeah. you know, I still would have helped him out. I still All right, okay, that's what I love uh, about you. So, I guess, <laughs> where, where, how far do you think he'll get into the year? I'm sort of predicting by about March. I think the podcast will be dead because I think after about two months of getting about fifty to hundred listens per episode, he'll just give up. No, no, no. I, I think, I think this thing is gonna is built for the long haul. In that. The, the earliest part of it is going to be the hardest part when it comes to the weather. That's going to be a challenge. COVID is going to be the challenge. But as it goes on, the weather's going to get nicer. Those challenges go away. COVID should hopefully make it easier, you know, as time goes on, right? So I think it's only going to get easier for him. Um, the toughest part is going to be 
keeping it interesting when it's not just the movie because you do have to have those challenges there which chris seems to get perturbed easily about things he gets annoyed easily um anything you know when you start to get to the summer then you get those summer movies that he hates he hates anything marvel disney anything Mm. that is big that has um, you know, that is popular, he doesn't tend to like. So I think his annoyance with those things is going to be great to listen to as well. So I think this thing is built for the long haul. Absolutely. I I, mm-hmm. I have no doubts about that. I have this vision in like the near the end of next year uh, on local New Hampshire television. There's this, you know, young female reporter. I'm here with Quantum Week Chris, as he's known, and is about to see his 350th movie of the year. Yes. Chris, tell us, why have you done this? <laughs> and then, you know, he runs through the story and it, there's a little image of him sort of walking into an old cinema. And that that's what I think is the end game to this. Oh, it's, it's going to be wonderful. And, and God bless his, his wife. I don't Is it wife, girlfriend? I've heard it both on Laura, the show. Laura, they're married. Okay. Yeah, commuter okay. Laura, as That's she's known on NHCast. Yeah. And so she's going to be going on these treks with him, uh, you know, to visit New York during a snowstorm to watch these movies. So hopefully that, you know, there's going to be tension there too. So you're going to have the, the tension between those two and everything that Chris, again, he gets annoyed with. I think Justin threw his hat in the ring as far as wanting to be a producer. I think that's a great idea, getting great. Justin in the mix too. Fantastic. I, I'm sure you agree. So yeah. I think it's going to be wonderful. To, you know, and and I know that at some point, Kirk is also going to join him at least on a few of these episodes. I have to think that, especially with Top Gun coming up. I mean, come on. He's definitely. I'm hoping to be in um, the States next August, and I'd love to go to a movie with Chris if it's still going by then. And I'll bring a little portable recorder and we'll record something in the cinema and I'll show him how easy it would have been to do it oh, that way. I can't wait. I'm uh, somebody who's going to the Wilbur, p- planning to go to the Wilbur next month. I can't wait to sit in a theater with him and just see the magic happen. I want to, I want to take in his takes, you know, first thing. I think he likes to let his mar- his takes marinate a little bit. I want instant reaction from Chris. So I, I'm looking forward to this. His little tiny penis penis head has been inflated since his regular appearances on KMS and his live show. I've noticed we're getting a bit of cocky Chris and not just the way his head looks. See, this is what I love. Okay. He is my Donald Trump. Okay. Um, He (laughs) bothers, triggers everyone on Twitter. Now, some of these gentlemen I know in the DMs. He bothers them a lot and they don't do it. They don't do it publicly. They don't criticize him publicly. They hang in the shadows. This is what I love about him is he angers them so much. And so I find that I love Quantum Week Chris just because he pisses everybody off. He's my Donald Trump. So I can't. I, I can't get no enough. surprise that the guy who hosted a cunt of the week segment is a big <laughs> Chris fan. I, I'm a massive fan. I love everything he does. I love how he pisses everybody off. He's my guy. I, I find myself being bored with blind Mike most of the time. He's pretty good on the show, but he doesn't anger people the way that Chris does. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking yeah, for well. him to piss people off. That's exactly what he does. He's great at it. He has all the confidence in the world. And I love Dave Cullinane. I'm a Cullinane guy. He keeps coming at Cullinane, and Cullinane won't let him bother him, and they just keep going back and forth. It's great to listen to. Fantastic. Love it. 
Yeah. Oh, I like Chris too. He was a massive Men as Live fan. He was one of he he and actually Commuter Laura were diehard Men as Live fans and Menace to Midnight fans. And that for him, you know, you think about it, eleven till twelve when Menace oh. to Midnight originally was aired. He's hammered by then. He's you know, so well many spiders deep. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, he would have loved it. Oh um, yeah. All right, enough uh, enough promotion for his stupid new podcast. So the the Wednesday show started with Kirk. Com- oh no, Cullinane complaining that Kirk still doesn't want any video content at all. He he doesn't want the show recorded in any capacity, uh, and and Cullinane seemed very frustrated. I uh, so this is my question to you, Manners. I I, had, I wrote down a couple of questions because I know. Go for it. Like you are somebody who is familiar with the podcasting business. Yep. You've, you've done, this is your profession. So yep. I need you to explain to me because I know Dave, expert. Yeah. Dave, Dave struggled with this. I just need you to explain to me why, because I know it's important. Why is social media and video and YouTube and all these different promotional tools? Why are they important to a podcast? And then also why is it that Kirk is just refusing to do any of it at this point? Mm. Why? What, well, what is going on? There? Let's back. Let, let me uh, jump forward and then we'll oh, go please. back to your first question. Because okay. Kirk said something really interesting, and I always pick up on these little nuggets where he, he lets some truth bombs out. He basically said the show hasn't grown in two years. Like it's right. basically, you know, he, did you hear that comment where he said it's kind of, you know, we found our plateau. Yeah. So, you know, he's. So I thought that was really a strong indicator of maybe Kirk realizes whether they put out 50 or no videos a week, they're still going to get the same 10, 20,000 minute fans that listen every show. Right. Uh, so for Kirk, he doesn't see the value. Yeah. And and they went, they were five days a week, then three days a week. And, and before they went three days a week, it seemed like Kirk and Steve had it steve had it in his head if you go three days a week that's when you really see the growth and you see the growth of the podcast the downloads and this thing and and i don't know if they just didn't see it or not but it seems like um you know that boom of the growing of the community in 2019 you could feel it on twitter um that you could see that it wasn't the community wasn't growing beyond that so maybe that's maybe and maybe that's a frustration of kirk's i don't know that's maybe why he doesn't feel the need to have to try to grow it anymore. I don't know. I, it, it's an interesting move to just completely take away any video because they're still doing promotional tweets. Now they're just doing promotional tweets with the audio and some stock photo, which mm, audio for Harrison, ones. for Harrison, I don't know what that does, you know, to help him or anyway, cause they're still doing some promotional tweets. So I don't, I, I don't know. It's an odd instinct. Um, if you're running a business and I can't imagine Barstool is excited about that. I mean, if you're, it, well, what does this mean for the case too, is the other thing as well. Mm. Like, are you guys going to also have the same philosophy there? There's no way. I don't think, but I don't know. I mean, it just seems so counterintuitive to everything you're trying to do by running a business, running a podcast. It, it does do seem it counter. It, it, no, but it does seem counterintuitive. But as I said, I think that the show, if the show's not growing, then, you can't argue with Kirk's point in like, what's the point if it's to grow the show, but it's not growing it. Why are we doing it? I, I, I sort of, I think the case will be different. They'll have to do video content, but I, I think there is an element of Kirk wanting to preserve his mental health. I just don't think he likes it. I don't think he likes being on camera. It's a lot, it makes you a lot more self-conscious. So I just think he wants the freedom of going in, no cameras, no live audio. He can say, the n-word a hundred times and then just get cullinane to edit it out later on um so look and then i think as well um the results about 
putting clips on social from podcasts are mixed. Um, sort of whether they actually do drive people to the podcast. Because uh, some people are lazy and they sort of think, oh, you've just put the best two or five minutes of the podcast up there. Why Why am I going to go and listen to the whole thing? So the jury is out. Why I like to do it for my shows is because I think it builds engagement. It builds um, profile. It does help discovery. You know, someone will see it and then might go and listen to it. But I don't think it's a huge deal. I would love the show being live on YouTube for selfish reasons because I love the buzz. I love getting it. You know, I love it when it's live. It's got an energy. But Absolutely. as I said, I, I don't think it makes a big difference. Yeah, and I, I love when it's on YouTube, but I think it creates a problem, I guess, when it comes back to editing things and what you need to do and what, I mean, Kirk, you know, shooting from the hip and he's hipping when, you know, when he's shooting, right? So I mm. guess that's that's an issue there. But, um, you know, I just, I've always loved when they're on YouTube. Um, so I'm, I'm bummed that they don't have that. And it seems like KMS Twitter is really like, it's a really quiet place when you just keep doing less and less on there. And so the community doesn't feel as rich and you're not getting those jokes on top of jokes from, uh, but, but Cullinane's the... not inventive. That's why, because for example, oh. say, I'm, say I'm producer Whoa. of the, the, the main show and color and Chris and Chris Kirk says to me, um, you know, I don't want to do any more video content. I'm thinking, okay, what can I do to still generate buzz? Can I go and get stuff from Kirking off or one of these other stupid Minifan shows and put some clips up of that where they're talking about the show just to add something that people can engage with. So I think there are ways around it. And, and I don't think it helps that the network's dead. Like there's there's no clips from the network anymore. Uh, Warden of the North and all these great contributors were snubbed at the Soco show. So it's just contributed to the fact that you're right. It's pretty quiet online at the moment. Yeah, but, you you know, like, the, so the fan engagement stuff or the fan reaction shows, shows like this, like I don't know how healthy that is for Kirk to even consume, right? So I guess... Maybe it's not healthy for him to listen to. So why listen back to it on the show? Usually he would be the one that would send that into Steve or into Dave to react to on the show. But he says, he but, just, how do you think he is? I, I don't think, listen, if you're listening to Montante's world when he's talking to Craig, I don't think that's a good thing. Regardless no, about not. <laughs> there's no way you get what you get in that scenario and i don't think it's a good thing so no one but, should be listening to that no matter how strong your mental health with, is with all due respect i love montante and i i tolerate craig but you just you can't do that and listen to it and have a good reaction and he had a terrible reaction to it he's very upset with craig uh which led to some pretty funny comments i think he was joking when he was talking about craig but it doesn't seem to be healthy. So for Kirk's <laughs> mental health, I guess it's best just to stay away. But you know damn well he can't help himself. He's going to be listening to all this stuff. It must drive him crazy. And I don't know what he's going to, like, I don't know. I don't know how, like, it's not, it doesn't seem fun for him to have these fan reaction shows and react to it like it used to be. And I don't, mm. I don't know if that gets any, you know, with his mental health, I guess maybe it's just best to just not, not do it like not have it on the show right like i guess that makes sense so don't have it on the network if you don't have it on the network that makes it that much easier so but that's not a lack of hustle from dave cullinane i heard that shot in there dave's trying he's trying to do video on the Is show he? have you seen this. the network he's well, not then, trying well what, what's he supposed to do with the network like what is he supposed to do uh, like, he could be I, look he could be encouraging content 
but he is he is there there he's he's behind the scenes trying to get guys to do shows and encouraging them to do this and and reaching out to them and they're but i i've seen it like people are hesitant to do the show and i don't know what it is and maybe like i love doing the show but i i can't get that that doggo to to do mm-hmm. it with us so i can't do a show with him so we're not doing it but that has nothing to do with what dave's doing you know what i mean so there's there's a little bit of that maybe the other guys aren't doing shows anymore because they're not being it's not being talked about on the main show so maybe that was their motivation for doing it too I've got a, a, a conspiracy theory first, Please. and it's around Kirk's mental health. I think when Kirk is well and either medicated or just stable, and both can be tied to each other, obviously, he actually likes sport because yes. uh, when he started on the morning show with um, on EEI, he, he was into sport then. He knew his stuff. And, and now um, many years later, he's – the last two shows have been very sport heavy. I mean, we have had, you know, his terrible Brady take. I'm not even an NFL fan. That was a terrible take that about his, what, lazy Super Bowl or whatever. Well, you know what it th- that is, too, is that's Kirk upset with Brady because of their issues in the past. Just like he's yes. upset now, he hates the Sopranos. Like, it's like Trump, he has an agenda. It, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like he's got those issues there. As as but when you... Kirk's good, I think he likes sport. When he's feeling good, he gets back into sport. You know, there's Brady, Reggie Jackson. You would have been all over that being a, a oh my gosh. fan. It's it's fantastic. So when he's talking sports, I think he there's nobody better that does it. I love that he does it. Um, and like you said, like when he's talking the Patriots, it's great to hear that he's locked in on the season. It's a great it's a great team to watch. I love when he's talking sports, but like you said, maybe it's not a bad theory. Maybe, maybe when things are going poorly, maybe he's not into it. And he's got those grudges that he's got for mm. Brady, for the Red Sox. So it's good doing it. And I think Chris, going back to Chris, I think he's better at talking sports than Mike is in those situations. So it's good to have him in there. And thank God we don't have Carabas, so we don't have to listen to baseball talk. I can't hear. You know what was interesting with the talk today, though, with Chris, is Chris had this theory that Bill Belichick wasn't the greatest coach of all time but then he should have been the greatest coach of all time because he's a football coach then he brought up stangle as a baseball manager baseball managers can't be the greatest coaches of all time because it doesn't really matter but that's the the craziest sports take i've ever heard in a podcast i'm just glad they're doing it because it adds to the show because if they're not talking sports then i guess they're just going to talk about you know quantum week and you know a theater near me and and, and all you're talking that about McKellen the mlb they were talking about the MLB Hall of Fame. Yes. They had a great discussion about that. And you're right yep. about Chris. He knows his sport. A, yep. a, a, he doesn't work. So he's probably reading the newspaper or online all day. So he can catch up sure. on the news. And, and unlike Mike, he can read. So he's immediately got sure. an advantage. Yep. And he's baseball obsessed. He is baseball obsessed. Yes, and I, I do. I'm not a big baseball fan, but I do like to hear those two talk about the history of baseball. I like 90s baseball more than current baseball, so I do Same. like when they're talking it too. But it, that's that's the only time we're going to get it. And, and Carabas, as we've seen with the trivia, ironically, Carabas is terrible at talking baseball. So, yeah, I love having Chris in there talking now. That's great. Can't beat it. Yeah, so I think Kirk's doing pretty well. I think these two shows, they've been nice shows. Since Kirk comes back, I've noticed he hasn't been – his moods have been quite stable. There hasn't been any peaks and valleys. And I like this Kirk, relaxed, happy, 
no like screaming in rage and then you know no tearful goodbyes at the end of it all um you know we haven't had him like crying into the microphone for a month so i think generally it's a great sign i don't know if you noticed at the end of the last show they said well, you know, next week we're back into it with advertisers. So I gathered this last two weeks was let's sort of see how um, Kirk goes with some stuff. Yeah, and it seems like there's something going on there behind the scenes that Big Cat, they referenced Big Cat as well. There was something going on with advertisers, right, that Dave was trying to secure for this week, but they weren't sure if they're going to be broadcasting or not. So then there must have been something going on where they just didn't get it in time. Uh, but it sounded like it wasn't it wasn't a Dave Cullinane problem. Uh, Big Cat, I know Kirk tried to make it sound like Big Cat thought it was, but there's no way that's Cullinane's problem. So I'm looking forward to them having ads next week, getting back yeah. to the real swing of things. Not blaming Cullinane for that. He no, you can't do that. Taking a mental health break. He doesn't have no. any mental to health. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're running out of time. I'm going to run into you. another record. I'm going to run into, you can't hear me? Or? <laughs> no, 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 how dare you come at Dave Colony like that? Those uh, shots got, that you keep pulling on him. I love Dave. I, I really love everybody involved with the show right now. It's it's a golden time. I, I can't wait. To, I wish I could be there for the Wilbur. It's um just not possible. All right, so I've got to run into recording, but I want to finish with the most disturbing bit of news that okay. came out all week. And, like, okay, so we know... Kirk's an admitted kleptomaniac, committed, admitted masturbation addict. Yep. Now we find out he just goes into a toilet and just pisses and doesn't flush the toilet. Gross. It's, it's questionable toilet actions that he's got. I, I, his wiping action is terrible. And then you go, you pair that with him just leaving piss. I'm just glad he toilet. wipes. By the sounds of it, I'm just glad he wipes. I'm, I'm glad he doesn't take that. a shit and get up and leave. Uh, hopefully he's washing his hands, but you can't as, and you were somebody as a, a, a business owner or uh, somebody that's in charge of a business. I'm not going to, I don't want to go back into what that business was, but as somebody who is somebody that is working in, let's say a restaurant, if yep. you were then going into that restaurant bathroom and leaving, you know, piss in the toilet, not flushing, that is psychotic behavior. That, that is something I don't understand. And he mentioned it today at the end of the show where he said, well, it's my house, my rules. I own it. Still, psycho, you can't pee in a toilet and leave it there for everybody else. He could be the last one to piss in that thing on a Thursday or Friday. And Dave's coming back in on a Monday to face that smell and that, that, that yellow bowl that he's got. That's disgusting. That's psychotic behavior on Kirk's part. And no justification at all. Just, yeah, whatever. My my bowl, my house, my rules. I can't imagine what the Minahan household is like. Him and Harry are probably just pissing everywhere, leaving it for everyone. Like, it's, that's disgusting. I don't, I, I can't imagine doing that at the workplace. You can, you can imagine Kate and Kirk's wife living in fear about what they're going to be presented when they walk into the bathroom every time. Uh, maybe they live in such a big house that they've, they've got their own bathrooms. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but it is, it is a, an, a, like a workplace, place, health and safety issue. Like, it, you know, Dave Cullinane could sort of say, well, this is just unacceptable. You call HR right away. Like exactly. this, he, he will not flush. He refuses to flush. We need to call HR. And did you catch it too? When he was talking about, and, and this is Mike, like Mike backed down right away. 
Kirk was talking about how his pee was yellow, and that's because he drinks a lot of water. So his the pee opposite. is very yellow. He is an educated, private school education, 40, what, 46, 47 years old? Mm. How do you get that far in life and not know the more water you drink, the clearer your piss is going to be? Like that's and Mike knew he was wrong on that and said nothing completely back down. Like, <laughs> and this was this was the last five minutes of that show, Menners. And this is the thing that I love about this show is that they're talking about this. The only downside is, is if this is 2019, they spend an additional hour just on that topic alone. And then they call like 50 people and ask right. them if right. this is okay. Absolutely. So if this is 2019, they spend an additional hour on that thing. You could have done an entire episode on how psychotic Kirk's pissing habits are, you know? So unfortunately, I don't think they have the stamina to go that long in the show anymore. Like it's not, you're not going to get a three hour show, but that was great. The last five minutes of that show was the craziest shit I've ever heard. I love it. I love all that. I love this show. I mean, the only thing I'll give Kirk is that, uh, well, I do a thing where, like, if I piss during the night, I don't flush the toilet until the morning. Because, you know, you're getting, you know, my age, you get up, you know, a couple of times in the night to piss. You don't want to wake up people. So oh, I've got okay. a nice, I've got a nice master bathroom right next to the master bedroom. Yeah. I'm not trying to wake up the wife by me flushing. Yeah. So it's just quietly. The imaginary peeing. wife, the maid. Yeah, yeah there you go. Thank you. No yeah, way, so Red. No way, Red has a partner. There's, there's, no, way. there's absolutely no way. No way. So I don't want to wake anybody up, that imaginary person. So you just leave it for the next one. Absolutely. That is, that's completely acceptable behavior. And if you're at home and it's mellow, I mean, if it's yellow and you want to let it mellow, I'm totally that's fine. fine with that. Yeah, that's but not home. in a workplace. No, you can't do that at the job. It reminds me of the microwave incidents in the U.S. office where um, Pam goes and the microwave's just fucked and she leaves a passive-aggressive note. And the worst thing about it is the real crime is that Justin thinks he's been rehired by the show because he gets <laughs> to clean the toilet once a month. And you can imagine, I bet there was a Carano incident where an hour later Justin sent a message to Kirk. Hey, so... You know, does that mean you sort of need me to intern again once a week or something? Hey, Kirk, I can, I, you know, I can clean your toilet too, buddy. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can and while I'm there, I can post some videos if you want and yeah. that kind of thing. I can show you how to play the guitar, Kirk. Here we go. Here's the A chord to the B chord. Yeah, woo. Yeah, hurt my wrist. Boo, boo, boo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like Karana. I'm sorry. He's a great guy. Sorry about that. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, Karana or Justin? Yeah. Yeah, Justin or Corona. Great. I love Justin. Don't don't come come, come for Justin. I love him. All righty. Well, look, Red, I've got to go. I've got to run into a podcast recording. So um, thanks for joining right. me on the wrap-up show. Great to chat to you. And, and we'll listen, be back soon. anytime. I, I know I wasn't able to make it the last time because of the thing, but if, if we can make it work, I love coming on here. I appreciate it, Mentors, always, man. I love and thank you. Again, I want to continue to be your number one guest. That's all I'm you trying are. to do. I love having you on. Oh. Um, thanks, everybody that's listened. Remember, share it with every minute fan you know. Make them Please. listen uh, because this is the real wrap-up show.